You are about to enter the most electrifying NFL talk show you have ever experienced. From up-to-the-minute news and notes to... <sighs> Who am I kidding? Cut. It's a wrap. Let's try this again. with Connor Forrest. Want to get involved? Send us an email to mailbag at connorforrest.com for your questions to be read on air. And now, broadcasting from the great Commonwealth of Virginia. Thursday, Shawnee boy. Look at you over there, all well traveled. From Canada? Is that correct? From Canada, yeah. Look at you, guy. How are you, buddy? I'm good. How are you? Dude, I'm living the dream. I should ask, how the hell are you? So, how the hell are you? I'm great, man. You're doing great. Tell great me. to see you. Uh, you were in. Um you were in Canada last weekend? I was, yeah. Is that correct? Yep, my girlfriend was running uh, the Toronto Marathon with her friend. Love that. Uh, they both finished it, which is always, you know, the, the ultimate goal of a marathon is to be able to finish it. That's uh, better than anything that I've ever done regarding a marathon, considering <laughs> I haven't even approached a marathon. Yep, so, uh, although at the end of it, when we uh, we were able to uh, see them after they crossed the finish line, they go into like a little, uh, I guess it was a warehouse type thing. Oh, uh, interesting. Which was a little odd. Uh, but they go into there and uh, they get their medals. They get uh, um, what else do they get? They get some like hydration, some water, some uh, electrolyte stuff, like Pedialyte mm. stuff, food. And then uh, they come out and uh, we see them and oh, great job. How do you guys, you know, how do you feel and all this stuff? They said yep. they have never felt worse in their life. I, I, can't I which I, I mean, yeah. So my girlfriend ran a four mm. hours and five minutes, which is right around what her goal was. And her friend finished seventh in the women's division for her age group. Wow! They, how many? Uh, how many runners? That I don't know. Right. I do not. I mean, it's not Boston. It's not New York. It's not London, Berlin. Um, those are like huge marathons. Mm. Um, it's mean, not t- nothing though. It's not nothing though. Okay. I mean, it's, it's twenty six point two and however That's... many kilometers, which is actually interesting because uh, my girlfriend said she was running and she had no idea how much time, how, how much distance she had left because everything mm. was kilometers. Oh, my and she gosh, didn't know what yeah. 26.2 miles and kilometers were. Mm. So she's sitting there running and just seeing all these signs. You know, OK, you're at 32 kilometers. She's like, I'm no. So finally, she caught oh. up to this guy who was like, hey, just talking to her at the beginning of the race. Maybe I got to go. Yeah, she got a runner boyfriend. <laughs> um, so uh, he was like, how long's how long's a marathon? Like how many kilometers? And she said it's or he said, I think. It's around forty-two-ish, forty-two okay. kilometers. Sounds about right. Yeah, so um, not not a short distance to go. And mm. when you look at like a map of Toronto, and then you see the marathon route, it's it's a lot of running. Dude. Yeah, you, you cover the entire city plus some. Dude, my run to the mailbox and back is <laughs> good enough for me. I am I am totally uh, good with the mailbox and back. That's great. So um, you had never been to Toronto before. Did you do anything good? What was the uh, any good stops? Any good food? Any anything of um of great intrigue? 
Um, big city, very big city. Mm -hmm. It's actually the uh, third largest in North America behind New York and Los Angeles, which we did not know going that in. That is mind blowing to me. Did you know it's that? It's bigger than Chicago. It is bigger than Chicago. I'm going to fact check because somebody told me that one of the people we were with, really? uh, her friend's dad, I think said that wow. I'm going to pull up on my phone right now and look up the largest cities in North America. Bigger in, than Dallas, bigger than Chicago. Let's think of some other. Well, Dallas is actually, Dallas is small for a big city houston's the big one houston there you go i Our, mean denver miami I mean, okay. new york is obviously obviously the all right this has mexico city as the largest I see i didn't even think about mexico i mean mexico i i that completely went right over my head there mexico city is larger than new york city so here's the list that would make sense i mean it's so dense but it's also mm -hmm. so wide new york city it's funny like manhattan specifically is is actually not a very big mm -hmm. area um mexico city is just humongous so mexico city's one new york city's two los angeles three toronto's four it is let's see wild. so toronto is about 2.8 million people Toronto's or Chicago rather is at 2.7. Okay, so right, yeah. So I mean, they're they're close. There's a big drop between Los Angeles and Toronto, as you could imagine. Yeah, you'd have to imagine that. Um, and the LA goes, suburbs are. I mean, LA kind of creeps out. Um, it goes a little further, mm -hmm. kind of inland than you would even think. That's amazing. How about that? You learn something new every day. You do. Do you know what? Uh, and then you get Chicago, Houston. Do you know what's after that for North America? You'll never guess it in a hundred years. Oh boy. Um I'd never guess it in a hundred years. I don't know, is it Seattle? Nope. No. It's not a US city. In North America. North America. It's an island if that helps. Uh it's not Havana. It is Havana. Is it, Havana? it is Havana. Gosh, right. I'm so good at you. Hundred hundred years later. <laughs> How about that? Yeah, it was a hundred years later. Did you hear the crickets through the microphone? <laughs> yeah. Um great podcasting skills by me. Um, that's, that's fantastic food. What, what food did we go with? You, you know, the thing up there is uh, I looked it up. I had to Google it. It's poutine is what it's called. Okay. So that is a very popular, uh, it's French fries, gravy, and cheese curds. Ooh. That sounds incredible. Don't make that face at me. That sounds unbelievably good. I mean, you like loaded fries, don't you? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's basically what that is, but it's like gravy instead of. Well, I mean, think about it. any loaded fries you have is just bacon and cheese, essentially, right? That's true. Yeah, that's you know, I mean, you're you're talking about a, a beef gravy and cheese curds. I mean, dude, I might need to go up to Toronto. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, it's not not as uh, not as far as you'd think here from the DC area. It's yeah, a fifty minute flight, right? Fifty, right about. Yeah. Well, it's good to see you. I'm glad you are back. After further review returns, uh, everybody, uh, thank you so much for tuning in. As we say hello again to our YouTube audience. Um, and wherever you are on this fine planet, if you are in the car, if you are at the gym and it's in your headphones and you decide, yeah, I'm going to listen to these two um, while I'm at the gym, we gratefully, uh, gratefully appreciate uh, you making us a part of your day. We are recording this Thursday, May 11th, 7.51 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Shawnee, in nine minutes, the NFL schedule release will officially drop. We have some nuggets. Um that have kind of come out over the course of the last two days. Yeah, roughly. I need your overall thought on this schedule release. Where are you on the whole NFL schedule release thing? I mean, give me, give me just your kind of overall blanket thought about this time of the NFL calendar. Well, 
I mean, I think you said this last year. They try to make an event out of it when really it, a lot of it gets leaked because you start yeah. to know the international games. I think we found that out right. on Tuesday, maybe, maybe even yeah. Monday. So you know that. So then all of a mm-hmm. sudden you're saying, okay, well, now the Colts and the Patriots are confirmed to play this week, which means, you know, right. it, it's just a trickle-down effect. Not every team gets leaked, but you just kind of plug and play. You go, okay, well, if Buffalo's here this week, then that means they're not here this week, and that means right. this team hosts them and all this stuff. So there's somebody on Twitter uh posted an entire i'm gonna hold this up for our cameras to see my camera i don't know if you guys can see that yeah it's an entire uh google document (laughs) of this guy's just filling it in as he goes yeah he hears something sees something something's tweeted out he fills it out so the entire uh afc east is pretty much done the afc south still needs uh, some slots filled out Mm -hmm. afc north's good afc west is good uh the nfc east your division that's good um mostly i mean there's still a few slots here and there uh nfc south needs a little bit more filling in north and west Mm -hmm. and the nfc are pretty good west still needs a tiny bit more yep um but let's quickly i have because you're a commanders fan connor Mm -hmm. you guys open up against arizona so rumored we're gonna know in eight minutes for sure we are but it is rumored you guys open up against arizona what do you think of that yeah good i like that i think it's a good matchup i mean it, uh, this whole season for washington is just going to come down to sam howell right i think we've gotten better uh, i think our linebacker core is still not where you want it to be right i i, I still think you you want a little bit more depth there not really we didn't address it in free agency didn't really address it in the draft i know we got an edge rusher but i don't know i think washington overall got better um, the real question I think for Washington this year is just going to be how do they stack up against the NFC East in any capacity? So you, you obviously saw the Cowboys take a step. The Eagles had a good draft. I mean, they just played in the Super Bowl. The Giants got better. That's a team that wasn't projected to be in the playoffs and were. So with all of that said, um, Washington, it's just always ends up being the conversation. It's just going to pinpoint right on where that quarterback position ends up playing. Uh, the Cardinals, I feel like, have uh, are just – they have been a team the last few years that have just been one of the bigger disappointments in football. Mm-hmm. Um, Cliff Kingsbury, obviously out the door. Um, you know, what in the world is Kyler Murray going to end up doing? Um, there's so many question marks. Like they went on that big free agent um, kind of veteran spending spree a few years ago that just never really ended up panning out for them. So I like this matchup. I think it's going to be a good matchup. Um, I think they're probably two pretty evenly based teams i think it's a toss-up it I really is going in well you remember we opened up last year against the jaguars and i think that ended up being a really fun matchup washington ended up eking it out um the jaguars ended up obviously in the long run being the better team for the season um but i trevor lawrence struggled tremendously in that game that week one game but he grew so um yeah we'll see i like that matchup who uh, who do the patriots have here well the patriots have the commanders that's right. On November 5th, which is week nine, I'm being told. Is that in New England? It's going to be in New England. Okay. So, you know, oh, welcome. Welcome up north, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that'll be an evenly matched up uh, uh, game there. So mm-hmm. the uh, New England Patriots, this brings us into a little uh, news segment. Patriots are going to open up against the Eagles. So we'll be 0-1 to start the season. <laughs> I love the optimism. Mm-hmm. Um, but guess who's returning to Foxborough? For that week one game. Bailey Zappi? It is. And one other, the the second greatest quarterback Tom in New Brady. England. Yeah, there we Tom go. Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady. Tom Brady will. The second greatest uh, yeah, Behind Zappi. <laughs> oh, God. Have mercy. I'm quitting. So Tom Brady was announced today that uh, he's going to be coming there for some type of ceremony uh, for week one. Is that Robert, Robert Kraft came out and said that today? Or was that in a. He did. He was on, I think, an NFL Network show. That sounds about right. 
Um, so he announced that uh, New England will uh, will be welcoming Brady home after what has it been three years since we've seen him. I mean, we've seen him in New England in 2021. Yep. Three years since he played for the Patriots. So that he'll come back. That foggy, rainy day game. That was that yeah. was something. I can't quite remember what his uh, – he had a um, pretty mixed bag uh, return. Like the, the crowd was mixed between boos and cheers, weren't they? Or was what, it was it when he when he ran out everybody went nuts and it was about mm-hmm. an hour before the game I think he ended up doing about forty five minutes before the game he actually ran out it was a little later yeah. probably just to you know not be exposed to it as long yeah. as much yeah as long as possible That's but uh, he was cheered there the stadium was about seventy percent full I remember the broadcaster saying that mm-hmm. but when he took the field everybody booed him because you know it's the other team taking the field naturally so, um, is, uh, you know I like that loyalty you know you see Tom Brady. And yeah. you're still with your Patriots. I remember when Kirk, I mean, Kirk returned back to uh, to Washington uh, with the Vikings this past year. Mm-hmm. Um, people booed him like crazy, and I, I didn't quite understand that. Russell that Wilson? Remember oh, that? Ru- that Week was one? vitriolic. I mean, that was, I mean, how crazy was that? I mean, that, I mean, and think about what we thought we knew going into that game. Where Russell Wilson returns, and we think, oh, this is a highly improved Broncos team. This is a Super Bowl contending Denver team, and this is a Seattle team that just picked up Geno Smith because they had no other option, and they're basically going the way of the Dodo Bird. And think <laughs> about how those scripts kind of ended up playing out. Um, I remember when Kirk came back and people were booing, and I just could not understand that for the life of me. I was when like, first when of was all, this? Was this this past year? This past year. He this played, is his first time back? This was his first time back. Now, we had played Minnesota in 2020. Was it 2020 or 2020? No, it had to be, dude, this had to have been 2019. I think this was Dwayne Haskins' rookie year. We played Thursday night in Minneapolis. Okay. Uh, and this was, yeah, this was Kirk's uh, first time back. And there was just so much booing, and I, I couldn't understand. I was like, first of all, he's been gone now for four years, which I was like, I, and second of all, like, we were the ones who let him go. He didn't leave. We, we did not want to resign him. We had a front office that was not interested in giving him any sort of extension. Uh, and we uh, slowly but kindly escorted him out of the uh, room and kicked him to the curb. Um, so when he comes back to play with his new team, uh, of course, that makes a lot of sense. Boom. Um, <laughs> Russell Wilson was a little different, though, right? I mean, he had requested a trade. He wanted out of there. He forced his way out. Um, there was a lot uh, made of his relationship with Pete Carroll that really mm-hmm. went sour and a lot of ex-teammates. It started coming out and getting, you know, there was infighting in the locker room of who was on his team or not. That was a totally different situation. Um, but that's going to be fun. I, I think putting a bow on Tom Brady in New England is is something we all knew was coming and I think is, is important. Yeah. Um, so that that should be uh, that should be great. And that's right. going to be week one, right? That will be week one. Let's, speaking of week one, talk a little bit about the first game of the year. It's that Thursday yeah. night. Super Bowl champion gets to host the uh, host the the uh, the first game of the year. Yeah, so that's the Kansas City Chiefs. Who's their opponent? The Detroit Lions, Detroit <laughs> which Lions. you mentioned before we went on air. That that's bizarre. To me, that feels bizarre. Yeah. Uh, why aren't we doing like a Super Bowl rematch? Why can't we do the Eagles Chiefs again? So I actually asked. I think I actually asked my uncle about that because the year that we beat the Falcons in that comeback, mm-hmm. the year after play the Falcons. And so I'm like, why, like, why don't they do that? It'd be like really cool to have the Falcons in. Yeah. Fun little bookend. And it's essentially not to 
stick it to one team twice, stick it to the loser twice. I don't know if it's necessarily that. I think I I think it leaves a little bit of room for mystery. I think if they started out the year with I think the NFL are so smart and so good at this. And if I were to answer honestly, would I like them to do the Eagles Chiefs again? Absolutely. And by the way, they've done it. They did the Chiefs and uh, did they do the Chiefs and um who was it the year? No, they did Chiefs and Rams when you're opening up. They had a Super Bowl rematch to open the season recently. I, I do think I can't remember what it is. Maybe I don't have remember. To up. But I do think that you don't want to start out your year. You want to build some suspense, right? You don't want to start out the year with arguably the best matchup there because you know if that's another classic, then it feels like okay. Well. Now we're just kind of waiting for these guys to meet again at the end of the year. I think mm. it leaves a little bit of room for everybody to kind of grow into the season and, and kind of can help us suspend disbelief a little bit. Um, the Lions are interesting here um, because obviously they're a team with, I think, outperformed everybody's expectation last year. Mm-hmm. You know, they were the darlings of the NFL in hard knocks. And the thought was going into the season was they were cute and you kind of patted them on the head of hard knocks, but you thought this is a three and 14 team. Um, but they just hung around. I mean, it was to the last game of the year um, that they had playoff aspirations. So what does that mean? And how does that translate into this? They had an interesting draft. Uh, I don't really know what to make of their draft, right? I mean, they go and they had, um, you know, they go and add David Montgomery. Um, obviously they have Amon Ross St. Brown and Jared Goff had a really, really good year. Um, last year, and then getting Jameer Gibbs as a running back to go with David Montgomery uh, is going to be interesting again. Um, I'm looking through, and it, and it looks like, uh, again, secondary-wise, added Cam Sutton, Emmanuel Mosley, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, so they, they've revamped that defense. Maybe it's just, it's kind of the Washington effect, where when Washington goes on primetime, everyone just thinks, oh, they're going to get stomped. Even if they might not be, even if they're for real, it's just the Lions effect. It's they're the Detroit Lions. It's the Kansas City Chiefs. Like, how is this going to go any other way than the Chiefs hanging 42 on them? Um, It's interesting. I think it's it's elevating the Lions to another level. And I think the conversation going into the season and into training camp for them is going to step up a notch with this being the season opener. This being the game that everyone now has started their clock and said, it's Lions, it's Chiefs, it's September 7th, start your clocks. Uh, my initial thought was like, what in the world? And as I looked into it, it started making a little bit more sense. I still would have preferred a more classic matchup there. Maybe I think if you, Chargers would have been good. You see what the Chargers did with this offseason and see if that would be a fun matchup. Maybe you go AFC and NFC there. You know, you do Chiefs and... Um, you know, you toss an NFC East team in there. What if it was Chiefs Cowboys or Chiefs... Um, you know, Chiefs Giants and, you know, Chiefs Eagles, uh, obviously, is that Super Bowl rematch. But um, that's an interesting one. I think the NFL just I, I, I would question this more if I didn't know in my heart the NFL are very smart with this and they know what they're doing. Uh, and I think this this matchup has a lot of intriguing um, intrinsic value to it that if the Lions show up on September 7th and really put it to the Chiefs, I mean, that sets a statement for them. Um, and I think the conversation with them is starting to turn under Dan Campbell. That's going to be an interesting one. Um, we also have some really interesting that Monday night uh, slate 
that is going to be Monday, September 11th, correct? Because the Sunday, the first Sunday, the first Sunday slate is going to be the 10th of September. Right. Is so there a Monday night game on there, week one? I believe there is two. That's right. It's. I believe there's two. Do you Wait have a minute. My little schedule's got to be wrong. Wait, no, it doesn't. Hang on. I see it. And okay, you just no, dropped no. your phone. Oh, I just dropped my phone. Happened. I see it. So Buffalo at the Jets. Is that what you have? Buffalo at the Jets. Yep. Okay. And then. In New York, Aaron Rodgers opening up on Monday Night Football. I don't have the second one. On you don't my have the second one? Sheet. Yeah, what is it? Okay. Uh, I am pulling this up here. I do have Washington's full schedule. I was going to say, we're past 8 o'clock. Yeah. It's 8.04 p.m. Eastern time. So we are going to try to get this information to you live. This is where Shawnee's going to put on the production hat. And he's just going to start diving deep into this. Um, Sean, I want you to pull up the Monday night slate if you can. Uh, go um, to NFL.com. No games available. Thanks, NFL. That's fantastic. They do. Uh, clearly, <laughs> I just said they were the smartest people out there, and I don't think they're even capable of updating their website. Um, while they jump into this, here we go. Schedule release. Um, this is our full schedule week one. Let me go ahead and, uh, Sean, go ahead and pull that up. I'm going to go ahead and, and go through... Washington schedule. I'm going to just go through Washington's first six weeks. Um, and this is going to be interesting. Go ahead. Let me make a quick note. So yeah. they're actually on the September 11th. They're only doing one Monday night. Oh, they're only doing game. one. That wow. is the, the, the bills at the jets. The that next the week, the 18th, they're doing two. Okay. So that's going to be saints at Panthers and Browns at Steelers, which mm. is always a fun matchup. Go ahead with Washington's schedule. Okay, so Washington's schedule we open on the first uh, on on the first week of the year. We open up on uh, obviously September tenth against the Cardinals, and then go to Denver, at home against Buffalo, mm. travel to Philadelphia, then at home against Chicago on Thursday night football. That's Amazon Prime Video's Thursday night football. By the way. Washington played Chicago this past year, and it was one of the worst games I've ever put my eyes on. Um, and then the Atlanta Falcons, week six, October 15th. Also, I knew this earlier, but Washington will be playing in Dallas on Thanksgiving Day. I did see which that. Which is going to be fantastic. And I love Thanksgiving football um, in Dallas uh, when Washington is there. It has been a mixed bag of years where we've gotten embarrassed in Dallas and also um, gone in there and killed them. So... Hopefully this year is uh, is a ladder, but uh, God knows with my team. Okay, so one Monday night game, week one, Shawnee, and then you said two for week two. Is that They're correct? actually so let me let me go back. I, let me first just say the Patriots first six games. Go ahead. Eagles at Patriots own one. <laughs> Dolphins <laughs> at Patriots own two. <laughs> Patriots <laughs> at Jets own three. Patriots Ooh. at Cowboys own four. Mm. Saints at Patriots. I think we're one and four right there. Oh boy. And then Patriots at Raiders. Mm. Oh, dude, we have a hard schedule this That's year. That's not going to be easy. And then the bills come and so on and so forth. But let me pull up that Monday night football schedule one more time. It's from Adam Schefter on Twitter. And all right, ready? So week two, we're going to have two Monday night football games. Week three, we're going to have two Monday night football games. Eagles, Bucks, and then a How rematch of Super Bowl. I don't remember, but Rams, Bengals. So two wow. years ago. Um, then we go a bunch of weeks without having two Monday night football games. And then... Week 14, December 11th, we're going to have the Titans at Dolphins and the Packers at Giants. Okay. And then week 18, they always do that Monday Night Football doubleheader, but those are yep. flex games, so we don't know that uh, that matchup yet on January 6th. 
Um, so uh, a lot of fun, a lot of fun, tons of fun. The, I think a really cool thing, and I love the NFL has been doing this in recent years. Uh, just jump into week 18. I've got the entire 2023 NFL schedule grid that just was literally just dropped that I just pulled up here uh, via the NFL on Twitter. Um, obviously, week 18, you've got all those uh, divisional matchups, which just make the playoff implications so much fun. And Washington and Dallas, obviously, Tennessee and Jacksonville, Carolina and, and, and Tampa Bay and so on. Um, as you go through, you start uh, that that's kind of our division weekend week 18. Um Week one, uh, let's. I'm I'm just going to go down the list here. Week one, and just just go through. So I'm I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but um, let's just go through week one schedule uh, to start with. Um, Arizona obviously kick off uh, in Washington. Atlanta play Carolina, which is a divisional matchup. Uh, Baltimore and Houston play. Uh, Buffalo is obviously at the Jets, and that's that Monday. That'll be game. good. Uh, Carolina and Atlanta, Chicago and Green Bay, uh, Cincinnati are at Cleveland. That'll be um, fun. That'll be fantastic. Um, Dallas in New York, um, Denver and Vegas, Detroit and Kansas City. Uh, I already said Houston and Baltimore. Now they, they do re- repeats here. So Indianapolis and Jacksonville obviously play. Um, the Chargers in Miami. Good. Um, the Rams in Seattle. Um, we said, uh, did we say, um, yeah, Vegas and Denver already? Um, Miami and the Chargers, we already went through. Um, Tampa Bay and uh, Minnesota. Uh, obviously, we said New England and Philadelphia, um, New Orleans and Tennessee. Uh, let's see who else. Uh, Pittsburgh and San Francisco, and yeah, that's that's it. Um, those are some good matchups, man. I mean, I, I think they do such a good job of bookending the season week one and week eighteen, and they, they always make divisional matchups. Um, they always will will either week seventeen or eighteen are just filled with div- divisional matchups, mm-hmm. which are just a ton of fun. Um, the one thing I wanted to touch up on with you that I think was just so fascinating this year um, was the international schedule. Yep. Um, go ahead and give us the international schedule. And there's one aspect of that schedule um, that is the most like kind of puzzling and fascinating to me. All right, well, you're going to learn that one really quickly. So week four is our first game in London, and that's Falcons versus Jaguars. Then week five, the Bills, you know who they play? Jacksonville Jaguars Jaguars again. So the Jaguars have back-to-back games in London, once representing the home team and the other one representing the away team. Um, That's Mm. bizarre, but let me uh, me close up here. Last one is week six, so we have back-to-back-to-back weeks of london games and that is ravens versus titans as an ad pops up on my phone okay and then we have two german games so uh one in two, Frank- in, two in frankfurt frankfurt munich frankfurt. was last year okay munich was in alliance uh stadium in munich so this is going to be two games in frankfurt yes interesting okay Who dolphins versus chiefs now can i just say that matchup should be in the u.s yeah. dolphins Chiefs should yeah, be in the u.s that's that too a good, good of a matchup to be sending overseas. And I would even say the same about Ravens Titans. Mm. Um, with that being said, the last one is week 10 and that is going to be November 12th Colts versus Patriots. Okay. So the Patriots uh, are one of the teams heading to Germany. Mm-hmm. I believe they have pretty early on after the previous year ends, they kind of get like, okay, these teams are going to host games in mm-hmm. cities it just determines who they play and and right. the colts were slated to play the patriots in new england new england gets a home game in germany and therefore the right you know the the colts game gets uh right. colts are heading out to germany 
Um, I hate international games. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I hate them. They take mm. home home games away from teams. Yeah. And uh, I, you know, I know it's to promote the NFL internationally, but I'm also somebody who thinks that if the international or if, if football wants to become international, then we should maybe have people come to the U.S. to watch games rather than bringing them ever or send a preseason game or an exhibition game like we see the NHL right. do, the MLB does sometimes. Right. But I don't think regular season games should be played eight plus hour flight away. I do, like I said to you, and we've had this conversation in years previous on this exact podcast, but I do believe that the NFL are doing more international work. It's not just about the fans. I, I think that um, I think the fans are a big reason. It's not the only reason. Um, I think they're trying to get international talent into the NFL. I think they're trying to scout athletes over there. Um, F.A. Obata is an English um, English citizen, uh, and he's a Washington defensive end. Uh, you know, guys who've gone through the international system and and worked their way on and tried on like rugby players and things like that in England. Um, you know, I, I am an Irish background. I'm, I'm a first generation American and uh, in Ireland and England, six nations rugby is a huge thing. Um, huge thing. Um, and we see, and we've seen in years past rugby players, uh, who have walked on to NFL teams and actually, you know, done well, or, or people who, um, are kind of dual athletes played football and rugby growing up. Steven Pia was one of them who played with Washington a couple of years back. Um, I think that that's probably their pitch there is to try to get some international talent. I get that completely. That is my argument for it. I just think um, the Jaguars being over there for two weeks sucks mm -hmm. uh, for everyone involved. Uh, first of all, you're talking about now your players uh, being on the other side of the globe for two weeks. Um, that's just a competitive disadvantage. I'd have to imagine um, if I look at the schedule here, they have to have a bye week after what – what I week? believe it's mandatory that teams that go overseas have a bye week. Yes. After they return. Can you tell me what week? So they play their four and five week four and five. Okay. So they should have a week six bye. If Let's, they don't, then the NFL hates the Jaguars. If we don't, the NFL is, is actually <laughs> trying to get the Jaguars to just retire. Um, team on bye. Uh, that's we said week. So it's their so bye should be week six. It's not. Uh, weeks, is it really? Yeah, week six, uh, Jaguars, uh, yeah, play at home against the Colts. So that's two weeks in London Holy and then come home to play crap. the Colts. Wow, that's yeah. incredible. That's brutal. Um, also, you're taking away, you know, you're, you're taking away a home game for season ticket holders. You mm -hmm. know, that sucks. You know, if I'm if I'm paying, you know, five, six grand to go get season tickets and, you know, I'm now getting one less game because somebody in Frankfurt has to watch my team. Uh, that sucks. And think about if you're a Chiefs fan, one of the best matchups you're looking forward to mm -hmm. is seeing them play the Dolphins. Right. Now, all of a sudden, that's in Germany. Yeah. Now, it's like, okay, well, this uh, trip to Miami that was going to cost me maybe 1500 bucks. Well, is... it's in Kansas City. So, if you're Kansas City. <laughs> See there, instead of it costing me parking, you know, it's now costing exactly. three grand. You know? Um, yeah. It, it, I, I'm just, I think... Um. I enjoy the one or two. Um, I don't mind having one or two games. Uh, I, I think that we've now expanded it and we're going into different countries and things like that. I just I think it's a competitive disadvantage. I also think you're taking you're taking games away from home, home audiences, mm -hmm. which I think sucks. 
Um, and the NFL has not been shy about its desires to have international teams, like a division yeah, in Europe. Yeah, I, I again, I've said this. I um, and I will say I'm wrong if that happens. I, I I would put all my money on that. We just never have. I just, oh, I just, agree. Just, then people are are already inferring, and I've seen articles like Pro Football. I think Mike Florio had a piece today saying the Jacksonville uh, yeah, Jaguars. This is a sign that they are going to move to London. They're eventually going to be London's expansion team. They're just going to take them out of Jacksonville. I'm like, that's not going to happen. That's that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no way in hell that happens. Um, it's just too much of a of a disadvantage. I mean, you're talking about a different time zone. It, it, it's a huge trip. Um, it's 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 not going to happen. Um, yeah, but uh, and the other thing, and the last thing I'll say as a married man, when you are requesting from your wife, uh, and anybody who has children or is married who is listening or watching this is going to know this, when you are requesting from your wife that from one o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday till essentially eleven thirty that night you are not doing anything but watching football, <laughs> if you put a game on at nine thirty, you are asking couples to fight. You are asking for divorces to happen because what's happening is now it's like, okay, hold on a minute. Uh, I could literally sit there and watch football from 930 in the morning till 1130 that night nonstop. Mm -hmm. Think about that. Nonstop. I am all for it. I don't want to get divorced. I don't want (laughs) to have that fight, that conversation. I have mass to go to. I have a child to care for. I need the NFL to stop coming up with reasons for couples to fight. Okay. Please stop making a 9.30 game go to 1 that goes to 4.15 that goes to 8.20 that goes to 11.30. Why can't they do it at 1? Because in London, that's only it's 6 a, o'clock. In Germany, that's 7 o'clock. Yeah. Ugh. You know what? <laughs> They're trying to do this bit, and I don't mind it, but all I'm going to say is this. Uh, I you know, I, I work in the NFL. I'm a diehard football fan. My wife is so great and so supportive, and it's, it's just what we do. I mean, it's, it's essentially my line of work. This is my line of work is football. So she knows in the fall time it's what it is. Um, I can just imagine the guys who are working in, like, IT or construction who are gone all week. And on Sundays are their times with their family, and football is on all day, and that's all they want to do, that it's just like – there's just so many fights. I can just hear the <laughs> fights right now as it happens. So I need the NFL to stop breaking households. Um, Do you want to go through the Sunday night football that's schedule? Literally, Shawnee, exactly what I was pulling up. This is why you're All my right. producer. I know. Um, go ahead and pull up these Sunday because I, I love week one Sunday night matchup. Yeah, so that's – well, all right. I, I see what you mean. So – this is just the NBC schedule, yep. which does Sunday night football. Yep. So they host the week one Thursday night game. Yep. So that's the uh, the Lions versus Kansas City Chiefs game that we talked about. Right. But then we got Dallas at uh, the New York Giants. You like that one a lot? I love that one. I just love NFC's matchups. They're so fun. All right. Then Dolphins at Patriots, Steelers at uh, the Raiders. I almost called them the Golden Knights. I'm watching too much hockey. <laughs> you need to calm down with the <laughs> hockey, brother. All right. Then we got Kansas City at the New York Jets. That's a fun one. Yes. Very fun one. Aaron Rodgers. And how many times? Is Aaron Rodgers, you know, face Patrick Mahomes. Now in the AFC, that's just going to be the thing. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you're talking about a, a lifelong NFC quarterback that just does not cross paths with AFC juggernauts, and now he's just jumped right in. I mean, this is going to be so good week four. All right, week five, Dallas is going to embarrass themselves again in San Francisco. <laughs> week six, Giants at Bills. I think that's going to be a fun one. I think Giants that's going to be Bills a lot of fun. Gonna be great. Go Bills. Week seven, uh, we're going to have the uh, Dolphins at Eagles. Go Dolphins. Week eight uh, is going to be the uh, Bears at Chargers. Week nine, Bills mm-hmm. at Bengals. That'll be a fun one. Very fun one. one. That was a playoff uh, matchup last year. Yep. 
Uh, week 10, we're going to have the Jets, and I almost called them the Golden Knights again, the Raiders. The Raiders are getting two Sunday night games. We are getting week two. three in Week 10. Uh, I have a question. Why? Because it's Las Vegas. Oh, my God. Do you see their quarterback situation, their head coach? Oh, boy. The Raiders are so bad. Week 11 is going to be Vikings at Broncos. Week 12 is going to be uh, the San Francisco 49ers at the Seattle Seahawks, a little uh, divisional matchup. Yep. Uh, Ravens and Chargers will be week 12. 13 will be Chiefs at Packers. I'm not sure. The Packers have a lot. Look up the Packers schedule. They have a lot of primetime games. It's bizarre. A lot Very of primetime. Yeah, I have to look that up here. Eagles at the Cowboys. Who are you rooting for in that one? Week 14. Got to go for the Eagles, right? I'm just rooting for both teams to to basically just soil their dungarees in front of everybody. <laughs> right. That's really what I'm looking for. Week 15, Ravens yep. at Jaguars. 16 mm-hmm. is going to be the Bengals at Steelers. And week 17 will be the uh, Packers at the Vikings again. Uh, these these kind of last couple weeks, those are flex weeks. Um, yeah, those they, are they can move those. Weeks. They can move those depending on totally what happens. I did want to see, um, have they released what... You know how kind of later in the year, probably starting around week 14-ish maybe, they start doing mm-hmm. Saturday games? Have they released those? Uh, no, that's a really good question. Uh, I don't I don't know. Um, I, see I mean, they, we, we know the full schedules for every team, but do they have like a specific list? No. So Washington's schedule, to give you an idea, um, they don't even have a time listed for week 18. Uh, most, uh, most of these um, – yeah, most of these uh, – team or these games are a week 18 are left to be determined i don't think anyone really knows a timetable on that i think those get start getting set a couple weeks out um i don't know i don't i don't see i wonder where the christmas because we have a christmas eve game we play uh against the jets on mm-hmm. christmas eve um i would just have to look and see kind of how the dates in december um end up lining up you know what i mean they, they kind of towards the end totally. of the season they start doing saturday games because they don't do bye weeks in the last so, couple weeks right uh i think the reason they are not going to do saturday games is, is actually christmas eve falls on a sunday christmas day this year is the the 25th is a monday so um usually what they'll do on that saturday is if like a holiday because that last christmas i believe fell on sunday it would yeah, it would have. Last yeah, Christmas on yeah. Sunday, so they were doing Saturday games, like Christmas Eve games. So Washington played in San Francisco on Christmas Eve okay. last year. So, And that was a Saturday. They had a whole slate of Saturday games. So I think it's kind of where Christmas fell. I see. Uh, okay. I guess. I also saw that there's a Black Friday game. There is. That is a, that is a first. Um who is playing that one? That is the Jets and who? That is a good question. I actually don't know. I didn't see that the teams had been named uh, when I looked uh, before. Yeah, let's let's go ahead and uh, and look into that. Um, yeah, first Black Friday game. By the way, I'm all in on a Black Friday game. I think that is absolutely fantastic. Because Black Friday, I think a lot of people forget too. Uh, if you are married and you've got the two families or your your significant other, you're dating. Uh, if you do Thanksgiving dinner on the Thursday with one family, a lot of people do Thanksgiving on that Friday. Mm. Um, they'll do a second Thanksgiving, or if people are working on Thursday, they'll do Thanksgiving on a Friday. So in a way, it kind of ends up being Thanksgiving part two. Um, so I, I love that. I think that's a fantastic, uh, fantastic game. Who do we have? Jets. We have dolphins at Jets. Dolphins and Jets. Dolphins okay. at Jets. Yep. Oh, I'm just completely rocking my microphone over here now um, do we, we have three thanksgiving games like usual correct i believe that is the case yeah okay. you're, it's, it's usually a 
You got the 12. Lions. Lions will be the 12-15 game, mm-hmm. or 12-30. Yep. Uh, uh, let, me, let me look this up. I'm, are you guys the primetime game this year? I against? think 425, yeah. So you're the 425. Then there's always so. kind of a wild card. Last year was the Patriots at the Vikings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let me see if I can pull this up real quick. Here we go. Yep. 1230 Packers at Lions. Uh, that is Thursday, November 23rd. This is Thanksgiving. Packers at Lions at 1230. Commanders at Cowboys at 430. Okay. And then 49ers at Seahawks at 820. And then that next day at 3 p.m. on Prime Video, the Dolphins and the Jets. And that's um, the Black Friday. That's the Black 3 Friday. 3 p.m.? 3 p.m. Okay. NFL's uh, changing up time. I mean, they're changing up right everything, wow. man. This is, this is, <laughs> uh, and then you have your full slate of Sunday games to go with that. Um, obviously, Ravens Chargers that Sunday night, and then that Monday is Bears and Vikings. Now, I also saw something in the schedule that, saw this probably two days ago not all mm-hmm. teams are going to be guaranteed a primetime slot which is the first time they're ever doing that really i believe so i i wonder if anybody got that i'm trying to think who would have i don't know um texans maybe i mean do, does anybody really want to see the texans in primetime it's a great question um i'm doing some scrolling here on those thursday night games because i was just looking through the thursday night games to see if they are as bad Remember, I mean, we went through a three or four week stretch of just horrifically bad football. <laughs> the Colts at the Broncos. Oh, oh, dude, just so bad. And the Bears and Commanders tried doing <laughs> something even did. worse. Um, I'm not going to go through all the Thursday night games, but I'll just give you the first three. Vikings at Eagles. Good. Giants at 49ers. Good. Lions at Packers. Those are good. Listen, I think the NFL and Amazon and Jeff Bezos sat into a conference room and said, okay. Let's fix this. <laughs> we do not want the Colts and the Texans. <laughs> I desperately don't. And now we do have some Buccaneers bills mixed in there. Um, it's a shame now looking at the Buccaneers this year and realizing, oh, they're they're not going to be uh, an eighth of what they were. Mm-hmm. Jaguars and Saints. What did the Saints end up becoming? Who knows? Um, Broncos, Chiefs, Titans, Steelers, Panthers, Bears. So it gets a little bit weaker as time goes on. But again, I'm going to stop myself from doing what I say I won't do every year, but I just do. The NFL is so unpredictable. Every year. I'll just remind everybody that this time last year, we all came into the season thinking that Russell Wilson was an MVP candidate and the Broncos were Super Bowl uh, favorites. Uh, and Tom Brady and the Buccaneers were going to try to run it back one more time. If they had a healthy offensive line, those are Super Bowl contenders. That the Rams are going to be good. That the the Cardinals are vamping up to be good. That that NFC, remember that uh, NFC West is going to be a top tier division. NFC East is going to be terrible. NFC East is going to be the worst. Uh, the Giants are going to suck. Uh, who knows what the Commanders could be? Carson Wentz could be their quarterback. Um, God, every year we swing and miss on theories. Um, but it's just what makes the NFL so good because it is impossible. You know, we say in movies all the time, you know, a good movie has you suspending disbelief. Um, the NFL, you just don't know what to believe. You're just sitting here going, I don't know how any of this, what rookie was drafted that is going to be a game changer. Uh, what rookie that we think is going to be a game changer ends up being a bust? What free agency signing? What guy in training camp is going to come out of nowhere? What injury is going to change? God, knock on wood, none of that happens. But what injury could change the course of a team season? You just have no idea. So uh, I I think that's what makes that's what makes this fun. Um, I'm not a schedule release guy. I don't love the production of the schedule release. But I'm also not one to – it's very tempting nowadays to crap on what we don't like. 
and just hammer it into the ground. So I'll give you two examples. At Easter time, everybody loves to bitch and complain about peeps, how peeps are horrible and they're terrible. No one likes them. And then come uh, around Halloween time, fall time, uh, people just decide taking on the boxing gloves, just strapping them on and taking beating shots at candy corn. It's just hack stuff that everyone does. And I think it's very easy to jump on Twitter and go, how could anyone care about the schedule? It's not for me. It's not for me. I'm not going to tear it down because people enjoy it and people like doing the spreadsheet bit. It's easy to tear things down that aren't for me. It's just not for me. But I do think it's a lot of fun to look through the schedule and start picturing in your head, okay, what's this going to look like? How could this, you know, how could Washington look through four weeks? You got Denver and Arizona who are, you know, okay. And then you got Buffalo and Philadelphia, two Titans. You got Chicago and Atlanta and New York and Philly. And you just start, you know, Philly again, you start going through this list and you go, this season could go all of 10 ways. And by the way, you say the same for Minnesota, say the same for the Rams, say the same for Jacksonville. Any NFL team, you just look through and you go, this could go 7,000 different mm-hmm. ways. And we just don't know. But it's just what makes it so much fun. Uh, and it's why I just, I love it so much. Um, was there anything else schedule-wise you wanted to cover? Not from the schedule, no. Yeah, I think that's good. I, um, we'll post on our Instagram uh, the um, – I think we need to get our Instagram polls back up. Yeah, we need to I do think that. so. So let's get our Instagram uh, – we'll get the uh, schedule released, and then we'll put up some polls. And I, I want to get your guys' responses of what you're most excited about, um, what games you're most excited about, um, and uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll go from there. But I, I think um, it's just – Every NFL season always leaves so many open-ended questions on purpose, and I, and I just love it. But um, but that's really that. The good thing is, really, it's May 11th. So other than the schedule release, there's nothing going on. Um, <laughs> if, if NFL players are not lifting weights or running, they're golfing. Um, so I should probably be doing the same thing. Uh, Shawnee, am I missing anything else? Is there anything on the schedule that I am missing? I did have a quick little quiz for you. Quiz. Oh yeah, you said you had some quiz questions. Do you, want, do you want to do a quiz right now? Ah, sure. Give me a quiz. All right. I have no idea if you're going to get this, but this came to me in the shower yesterday, and I thought it was a good question to ask you. Very, very uh, nervous. Now. It, it is the most bizarre, un, just out of nowhere type quiz you're ever going to get. <laughs> but can you name since 2000 every Olympic host city? I absolutely cannot. Um, <laughs> Can you so, start? Because here's the problem. I start mixing up. I start really mixing up winter and summer Olympics. That's okay. my problem. What, what if so I winter Olympics in 2002? Was it not Salt Lake City? It was. Yeah. Okay. And then Atlanta was in 98 or 96. The last 20 years. Um, so since 2000. Are we talking winter or summer? Both. Both? Yeah. Oh, dude. My God have mercy. Um, 2000 was summer. However, it took place in fall, which should give Greece. you a little note, which should give you a little bit of, okay, maybe it wasn't on this hemisphere. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know? so I had to have been down south. <laughs> uh, My favorite city I've ever been to. Oh, it was in Australia, wasn't it? It was in Sydney? Sydney. Okay, that was 2000. 2002, you got right. Salt Lake City. 2004 was in... You've already named the city. Greece? Was in Athens? Athens, yeah. Okay. 2006 is tough. It's not a big city. Just say the country. It's winter. Russia? Was it in Russia somewhere? 2006 winter. Uh, 2006 winter, was it in Italy? Yes. Okay, Italy. Turn Italy. 
Uh, I know Beijing was 2008. Eight, 10? 2010 Olympics were in... Uh, that was the Winter Olympics. Mm-hmm. Was it in Vancouver? It was. There you see, you're good at this. 2012, 2012 was in London. London, yep. 2014 was in Sochi. Yep. 16? Summer. 16 was in Brazil, wasn't it? Yep. Was Rio, Brazil, Rio. Rio. Yep. Rio and Brazil. 2018 winter. Winter was in um, uh, China. Was it in China again? Nope. No, it wasn't. Um, oh, boy. What in the world? 2018. This is recently. 2018 winter. What was it? Pyeongchang, Pyeongchang South Chang, Korea. I was, oh, my gosh. <laughs> 2020, which actually happened in 2021 because of COVID. That's Summer. right. Summer. Uh, was in, um, that was in Europe. Nope. Was it not? No. How am I not remembering the recent ones? I know. You're good at the other ones. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, that's right. 2021. Where was this one, dude? 2020 Tokyo. Tokyo. Yeah. 22? So embarrassing. Winter. 2022 and winter. And last year's winter one was in China again, wasn't Beijing, it? Beijing, yep. Where's 2024? Paris. That's the it winter. Is. The summer ones are in Paris. Yep. When is the next time it's in the U.S.? Los Angeles in 2028. There you go. Look at me. Uh, awesome. And then the World Cup is going to be in the U.S., I think. The next one, in yeah. like, I don't know. Is it the next one or is it in? What did we just have? We had the 2022. That was in Qatar. Remember? Yeah, we're 2026 World Cup. <sighs> Is that going to be in, in, the, in US? the U.S.? Yeah. Because uh, D.C. aren't getting any games, I know. I think the nearest one that we'll be getting is uh, Philly. Philly. But that's, I think, the the closing rounds. Like once They do the group stages yeah. everywhere. Yep. And some are in Mexico, some are Canada. Because it's, it's in North America. LA, right. I actually... It, I think it's New York, L.A., and Dallas are like the that would make sense. main three. Or Chicago. Yeah, come no, in. I don't. I don't think really? it's Chicago now. Okay, no, this I mean in November. It's, it's in November. You're talking about each coast and then the middle. You gotta yeah, have equal travel distance. It'll be fun. That'll be great. That's I don't know what made me think I wanted to ask you that, but I wanted to quiz your That's Olympic great. knowledge. I didn't realize how in touch I was with like mid two thousands Olympics, but uh, <laughs> I guess I was. I was emblazoned into my memory as a child. Um, that's great stuff. Any other uh, any other random things that uh, came to your head? No, I'll, I'll think of more. Don't worry. Think of some more. We'll leave them for next week. Um, that was awesome. Yeah, thank you, Shawnee. Uh, we will put this up, and again, for our audience that is on um, YouTube, we're here. We are here for you. So if you watch your podcast, we are on YouTube. Um, if you are um, continuing to listen to us on um Wherever you get your podcast, whether it's Spotify or, or, or Apple, wherever it is, do me a solid. Do us all a solid. And please, leave a five-star review. That always helps us. That helps us so much. I didn't really realize how much it helped us, Sean. Our reviews are actually what help promote us, like oh. an algorithm situation. So if you are a listener in any capacity... Go ahead and subscribe on YouTube. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave that five-star review. And if you leave a little sentence and say, hey, Connor and Sean, they're great. I like them a lot. It goes a long way. So we appreciate you all so very much. Um, hope you guys enjoyed the schedule release. We will be back next week. Shawnee, it's always good to see you, brother. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks so much for coming on out to Ashburn. We will see you guys next week. And as always, we will catch you guys on the other side.